the following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Let me talk to you. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Welcome back to In The Corner. Hope you're having a great day, or had a great day, depending on whether, whenever you listen to this, really. Hello from the past. Well, it's uh, very interesting stuff, WWE-wise, isn't it, going on at the moment? Um, hard to know what to say, really, to be honest, on that one. Uh, yeah, by the looks of it, WWE is going to be sold. Um, who that's going to at the moment, don't know. Obviously, there's those big rumours that came out that the Saudis were going to have it, um, other people. And so, to be honest with it, I'm worried about it in a sense of where it might go. I'm actually more worried about the fact that Vince McMahon is now f- uh, back in control as chairman. I have no issue with that necessarily. But what I do have an issue with is the fact that I think Triple H has done a... F- fantastic job so far with turning the product around it's been about six months um yes we've had some comebacks and people return to the uh to the to the company and stuff like that um and also a case of um apparently vince is making suggestions he's allowed to that but he's leaving creative to um triple h and my worry with that is how long before he doesn't like something that triple h is doing you know, a couple of weeks. Stephanie's left the company, which I never thought I'd hear. But um, there we go. Um, as I sit here and talk to you right now, the company hasn't been sold. It's still in the process. There's other other rumors coming out all the time. Um, we'll get into more of that maybe on the Sunday show, to be honest. Let, let, let the week pan out a bit more. Uh, I want to talk wrestling, basically. Some WWE uh, action from this Raw this past week. Some Raw Rumble stuff coming up as well. Although I did read this morning. I'm not familiar with uh with his work with his work but it's always sad to see especially at 38 years old uh jay briscoe um i know he's in aw and he's done some stuff in aw he's also done stuff in ring of honor and loads of other places that i'm not uh, fully aware of what he's done and stuff like that but it's always sad to see that uh happen unfortunately i believe a uh car crash which is even so sudden you know um but, um, yeah, I don't really know what more to say, really. Um, it's sad that it's happened. Um, passed away on uh, on Tuesday, and he was in a car crash, as I've already said. Um, but um, just, just you know, just put your hat, you know, thoughts and uh, to the family and friends of, uh, of Jay. And um, hopefully the outpouring from fans who uh, did know his work and, uh, you know, I appreciate every wrestler that ever gets in the ring, to be fair. Um, whether you have a five-minute match or, a, you know, a 50-minute match, whatever, you know. It, uh, of all the things, you know, that you could that could happen to you while doing that in the, in the squared circle. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, thoughts and prayers go out to the family, friends, and any fans that uh, feel the need to 
show their respect, do it nicely on social media and whoever you can, really, I guess. And I'm sure there'll be some tributes and stuff flying out um, this over the next week or two. So, yeah, we'll move on. Um, don't want to dwell on it too much because I, I um, obviously know Tyler this week. Uh, Tyler will be back next week, um, hopefully with a special guest because we'll move on to a bit happier things. But Raw 30 is next week, so I'm trying to draft some people in to share some memories and favorite moments of WWE Raw and stuff like that. So if you want to do that, you can at uh, give me a DM on the Twitter at in the corner WWE. Let me know some of your favorite Raw moments. I'll also put a post up nearer the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, we'll talk some Monday Night Raw, obviously. So it's been 30 years. That's insane in itself, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I mean, talk. so we're talking Raw, obviously, on the show today, as well as some Raw Rumble stuff. I could go into Vincent Mann a bit more. I feel this is going to be, no matter where you look, whether you go on Facebook, Twitter, bloody, I don't know, Snapchat, wherever else, Instagram, there's going to be a lot of stuff talking about Vincent Mann, WWE being sold. All I will say is let's just see what happens. I am I mean I liked what Triple H has done, as I've already said. Um But yeah, I, I just obviously the, the retirement thing was a work, obviously, or a way of uh, doing it. I understand the one thing I will say is I understand they're trying to sell the company. And the fan theory or the theories floating around the old blogosphere is um or the webosphere is that uh, Vince wants to make the company private again, so he then he will then run it whoever he sells it to. So but any company that buys it and the stuff that's gone on with Vince and the allegations and stuff may not want that because of what's attached to Vince McMahon, you know? So, we'll, again, we'll see what happens. We will keep an eye on it. I'll bring up stuff when I find it. Some stuff I see, read, and I'm looking at go, well, that can't be true. Or there's no way of me verifying it. Or, you know, that well, that whole first, what, week, was uh, they were selling it to the Saudis, and I think within the day it was almost crushed and said, no, it isn't. That may still happen, Um a lot of jokes about Disney buying them. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of other, you know, USA Network could potentially do the same. They've been on USA for decades, uh, on and off. Um, so we'll see what happens. I did read a report the other day that said SmackDown is actually costing Fox a lot of money to to have on their, ch- on their network. So we'll see what happens there. All I can say is I'm just hoping Royal Rumble is really good. I'm hoping the entertainment is still good for everybody to watch and they can enjoy it. And I like Triple H being... Head of creative at the moment. Um, Storylines are coherent, um, so unless you count, you know, Uncle Howdy and Bray Wyatt. Doesn't may not make sense to you on the face of it, but it's a good story, and I'm in, in, interested to see where this goes. Now you're incorporating Uncle Howdy with Alexa Bliss as well. Are we sort of are we going to have like a restart to a degree of maybe or or something similar to what we had before? Because I feel like the story wasn't really explained why Alexa turned on Bray at WrestleMania. Um, then obviously Bray left the company for two years. Um, such a shame they just build that that character up we've said it before on the podcast they, they build Bray Wyatt up and then just cut the legs from underneath him each time so um, interesting to see I mean this last few weeks we've seen Nikki Cross hanging about in the crowd or hanging backstage in interview segments as well I'm, I'm waiting for that to rear its head or whatever that's going to be it's interesting because she, she, uh, Bailey was being interviewed and you had Nikki Cross appear from like some crates behind and this past week, she's in the crowd, I think. So, uh, I think on SmackDown, I think actually as well. So, um, or no, no, it was Raw. Um, so yeah. Also, the big news. One of the big news is is of Raw thirty, which is next week. Obviously, we'll get into it in a moment. Um, but we have uh, no more contenders for the um, 
for the uh, Raw SmackDown, uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, sorry, Championships, and we're also going to have a number contender for the SmackDown Championship titles as well. So, which which tells me, I don't know whether Usos are going to walk out with the titles, um, or maybe what they could do is they could have them maybe keep the Raw ones, defend the SmackDown ones. They lose the SmackDown ones because they're the Raw Tag Team Champions. They have to stay on Raw, which would then bring them away from Roman. So that's the one way of doing it. Um, there's also talks about splitting the title up from Roman as well, but they didn't go ahead with it in the end. So interesting. Maybe the tag team division is a way of testing that theory on how they can do it in a weird way. Um, but either way, Raw 30 is going to be excellent. We'll talk more about it next Wednesday. Hopefully, well, Tyler will be here by all accounts and hopefully a guest as well. Um, and that's going to be interesting because we're going to have uh, three sort of people who have different perspectives on the business, hopefully, and talking some about their favorite moments of Raw. But like I said, at In The Corner WWE on Twitter, DM me, send me a tweet. What is your favorite moments on Raw? We'll read them out and we'll go through them as best we can. Um, but yeah, Raw this week. Uh, do you know what? Raw this week was all right, to be fair. Um, again, I will always say this and I can't, I can't help not say it, but you know, it's too long in terms of that's not the product is actually good at the moment. Um, but raw itself is, is the show is too long. And I think it, it, it suffers because of it. I really do believe that. So, um, but yeah, we had some great, uh, had some good matches this week, actually it kicked off with the bloodline, uh, well, in a sense of no Sami Zayn, which was interesting compared to what happened last week. If anybody did see that, just Sammy was supposed to take out KO, but the bloodline in Sokoa turned up. Well, the Usos in Sokoa turned up, sorry. And it looked like Sammy was going to win the match, but then they got him disqualified, so he didn't win. And Sammy looked a bit despondent in the fact that I was supposed to do this. I wanted to prove myself. And he, they keep. It's interesting with Sammy Zayn because um, we don't know what's going to happen in terms of that storyline. It's getting good, to be honest. And I, I urge you to see the interactions with Sammy and Roman and stuff. Um, they're really good. Um, where it goes I have no idea but that's the point I'm enjoying it I could sit here and try and spout off where I think it's going to go and there's plenty of fan, fan theories out there right now I'm enjoying it so um, if you haven't watched Smackdown um, and especially when Roman's there I'll tell you what if you haven't watched Raw for a while watch tune in next week Raw 30 there's going to be some legends there people you do know what's interesting I need to I, I, I'm supposed to be talking about this week's Raw but next week's Raw is, like, is stacked man <coughs> and it's a case of Apparently, the whole Bloodline family is going to be there. Not just Uso, Sokoa, I'm assuming Sami Zayn, and Paul Heyman and Roman, but the, they're going to get the other members of the Annoy family to acknowledge Roman. If this is not the chance for Rock to either acknowledge or not acknowledge Roman, Raw 30 is it. Do I know that's going to happen? Of course not. But what a way of saying all the family members are going to be there. Or... Rock isn't there, and Roman makes reference to it that he didn't turn up to acknowledge me. How you know then be disgruntled that way? So I, I don't know whether it's going to happen, but it'd be really cool if it did. I'm not going to lie. Roman versus Rock at WrestleMania. I know some people are probably rolling their eyes at the thought of that. If you have Roman beat Rock at WrestleMania and walk out with the undisputed championship still, and then we have Roman lose because apparently they do want to split the titles. That's what I've read. Again, whether it's true, I have no idea. But, can, but the way they worded it on Raw this week, the whole Annoy family was going to be there to acknowledge the Tribal Chief. How cool. Um, again, Raw 30. Why not? <clears throat> Very interesting. 
just my theory and just a thought process. Like I said, we can have it so he doesn't turn up and Roma makes reference to it that night. How dare you not acknowledge your tribal chief? I'm the head of the tape. You know, all that stuff. So it'd be amazing. Um, one of the matches I actually really did enjoy and I felt quite sorry for Akira Tozawa um, was Bronson Reed defeated Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa actually wanted to prove himself so he could be in the Rumble. Adam Pearce said, I can't promise that, but I'll give you a match and that will go a long way of proving to me whether you're, whether you're worthy, basically. Bronson Reed beat the absolute snot out of Akira Tozawa. And if you haven't seen it, try and watch the highlights on YouTube or something or even re-watch Raw. I'm not going to say it's the best wrestling match in the world, but what a hard-hitting match. I um, was wincing at some of the stuff when Akira Tozawa got hit and stuff. Uh, Bronson Reed looking good. Looks very good. I don't know much about him. I didn't really see him in NXT, to be honest with you. So, But an interesting start for Bronson Reed. Um, and it could be a start of many victories at the moment. We'll see how it happens. Um, Bianca Belair... Um, returned this week after she got taken out by Alexa Bliss from that DDT um, on the steps and um, yeah by all accounts we are going to see Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss um, face so Alexa Bliss is going to face Bianca Belair at the Royal Rumble for the Raw Women's Championship so interesting because that's where all these other characters Miss uh, Howdy um, Bray are going to be is there going to be some sort of interaction in the match after the match during i don't know or backstage i have no idea so interesting to see where that goes uh mitchkin defeated uh eo sky uh eo sky being one and a half of the tag team championship candy slurray helped save mitchkin from a post-match attack by dakota kai that was um again i'm going to say every single match was amazing on raw but it was a good it was a good watch this week um judgment day um defeats alpha academy via pin four dominic mysterio pinned chad gable after damian priest hits South of Heaven. Uh, Gable had Mysterio in ankle lock and then Rhea Ripley distracted the referee to allow Priest to take uh, Gable out and Mysterio get the pin for. That's what I've written down there. Um, you talk about development of character. Dominic, at the moment, is the guy you love to hate. Because not only he he went to prison, I don't know if anybody saw the backstage stuff and the uh, exclusive online stuff, um, but there was an altercation again at Christmas between um, Dom, uh, Ray, Rhea and the family, the um, Dom's mum slapping uh, Rhea. And then Dominic got arrested and taken away from the house. So they're playing it like he's come out wearing his bandana and all this kind of like around his mouth. It, 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 don't get me wrong. So this guy is like a hybrid of sort of Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. It's more Eddie Guerrero at the moment. I'm not going to lie. It's, um, and you can tell he's hated because when Chad Gable locked in the ankle lock, and let's face it, Alpha Academy aren't the... I wouldn't say they're the baby faces by any stretch, but when he, when Chad Gable put that ankle lock on Mysterio, the pop of the crowd tells me that Ray, Dominic Mysterio, as a heel, is working because they love the fact that he had the ankle lock on him. He's making out he was in prison for weeks, but they also said you were in for days, and he's talking about you wouldn't last five minutes in prison with the people I know, so they're the wrestlers. It's so obnoxious and so annoying, but it works, if that makes any sense. Hopefully that does. Um, and you can't wait for this kid to get smacked in the mouth, which is it tells me he is. I can't wait for him to get smacked in the mouth. We are. I, I feel that we are going to see an altercation between Dom and Ray at some point, possibly the Rumble, which makes sense to me. Um, although I'm not aware that Dominic's entered the Rumble as of yet, if at all. So, but we'll see what happens. Um, Omas returned. We haven't seen him for a while, but he defeated Elias. Uh, Omas is with MVP. 
um, again. MVP over the last few weeks has been trying to indirectly or directly in some cases recruit Sharon Benjamin, Cedric Alexander and possibly Bobby Lashley. MVP actually played a big role in the Street Profits um, and Cedric Alexander and Sean Benjamin match, tag team match. Um, MVP tried to help. Sean Benjamin and Cedric were both like perplexed of why MVP is there. What are you doing? Tried to help. His help ended up causing part of it, but ended up causing um, Cedric and Shelton to lose to the Street Profits. It didn't go down well. Um, later on in the night, we had a... Um, oh, I've got to mention this one first before we get on to that. Well, we'll, we'll stick to MVP, because MVP also spoke to uh, Bobby Lashley a week ago and said about possibly offering your services again. And what I liked about it was Bobby didn't go, yeah, okay. He went, no, because of what you did to me, man. I mean, we're cool, but no, I don't trust you. And I was a nice little subtle way of saying, I forgive you, but I'm not ready for you to be in my corner. And again, coherency in the storyline. Um, very good. Like the show, yeah, all right, the show's too long. But the story that they tell through the evening is in terms of the action, the backstage, the interviews and all that stuff. Well, I don't feel that we're having sections of the show now where you go, what, why was that there? And sometimes it's never referred to ever, ever again, back, you know, maybe a year ago. So, like I said, coherency in both shows, they're overlapping with each other now as well. This happened on Raw, this is the fallout on SmackDown, this happened on SmackDown, this is the fallout on Raw. Almost like the old days to a degree. Um, I can't wait for the... the I, I want them to do the old school draft. I say old school draft. Not where they just come out and go, oh yeah, we've got this person now. I want, I want to see matches that draft people. I think I spoke about this with Tyler a few weeks ago. If Raw wins, you get one. If SmackDown wins, you get this. And like I said before, I believe on the podcast, um, chuck NXT in there, but don't, you know, sort of don't make a big deal of it. And occasionally an NXT person will be called up to either SmackDown or Raw via the draft system. So you're not stealing somebody from SmackDown or stealing somebody from Raw. You're gaining somebody for with, with, uh, with ever, whichever brand, sorry. So I like to see that anyway. Um, MVP, Costa guys tag team match. Um, and then later on, there was a six pack. Uh, uh, what do they call it a six pack? What do they call it? Oh, uh, well, so it was Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Amir's, Dolph Ziggler, Finn Balor, and Baron Corbin in a six pack challenge. There you go. And it was to earn a shot at the United States Championship uh, Raw next week at the Raw 30. Um, first was Miz was the first man out. I saw that coming a mile away. Um, and to be honest, it looked like it was going to be, it came down to Seth and Bobby. It looked like it was going to be possibly Seth again, but we have seen Seth in theory a few times now. So I'm, um, the MVP got involved uh, in this match as well with Omas outside. Omas got curb stamped, curb stomped on the, the announce table. Um, indirectly or directly, uh, MVP and Omas kind of helped Bobby Lashley become the number one contender for next week's huge match. Um, for Raw next week. So um, I'm interested in that. I'm, I don't know what's going to happen with Theory and uh, Bobby Lashley. But it looks like MVP is trying to, with the with the addition of Omos, which would be amazing, to be fair. I'm not, Omos is getting better. Um, but you stick Omos with Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, Shout Benjamin and MVP. Hurt, uh, the Hurt Business back. Because I felt like the Hurt Business back when they disbanded Disbanded very prematurely. Bobby became WWE champion, and literally he went, I don't need you guys, and beat them up. And he was like, really? 
they help get you to that, you know, not that he, they help necessarily win the title, but they, it was part of the stable, you know, so it made no sense. So there's unfinished business here, but I like the way it's panning out. I actually kind of want the Hurt Business to get back together. If they do, I think it'll make Bobby a heel again, at least in the uh, in the first instance, but we'll see what happens. Maybe Omas and Cedric Alexander and Sean Benjamin and MVP become it, and Bobby is like, well, the Hurt Business is my thing, not yours. So again, Several ways this could go. Interesting to see what's going to happen in terms of the United States Championship. Um, we also have a Raw Tag Team Championship match as well. That's going to be cool to see whether the Usos can keep hold of one set of bouts. Is this the start of the downfall in terms of the Bloodline losing titles, maybe? Because they haven't lost for 500-something days in terms of the tag titles. And in, the, in terms of the Universal and WWE Championship, in terms of Universal, it's 500-odd no, it's a little more than that now, isn't it? It's it's a lot of days. Um, Raw's going to be good anyway because Roman's going to be there. There's Legends going to be there. Could The Rock be making an appearance? Could The Rock's name be mentioned? I have no idea. Going to be interesting to see, though. Um, the other big match is going to be next week, ladies and gents. Um, I'm actually quite excited for which I didn't think I was going because I've kind of had enough of it. But Bailey will be taking on Becky Lynch, allegedly one-on-one, in a steel cage match on Raw. So Raw 30 is uh, shaping up to be a good night. Um, they did show some legends who were going to be there. Uh, like I did see X-Pac on there. Um, I think Undertaker's book due to be there. Road Dog, Farouk, um, the Bella Twins, Kurt Angle. I think Teddy Long was on the picture as well. Jerry the King, Laura, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I think that was about it, yeah. Uh, so the matches that are actually on the show that we know, and they're having the, they're having the acknowledgement ceremony with Roman. I don't, I, I'm guessing that might either be the end depending on how it's going to go maybe it'll be the end or the beginning i don't know um but uh yeah united states championship uh be defended and the raw tag team titles not the undisputed tag team titles the raw tag team titles are going to be uh defended so gonna be cool um I, like i said i enjoyed the show the i like bel-air and i like alexa the storyline hasn't quite grabbed me um I'm more interested to see where the Uncle Howdy, Bray Wyatt stuff happens with uh, Alexa. Maybe she does lose to Bianca at Rumble, and this pushes her over the edge to... Although we, we've seen Uncle, Handy, Uncle Howdy attack Bray, so I don't know what's going on with that, but again, I'm enjoying it. Uh, one match I didn't mention on Raw this week, Solo Sokoa is the opening match against Mustafa Ali. Uh, Mustafa Ali, uh, Sokoa won. It was a good match, to be honest. Good opening segment to Raw overall with the Bloodline and the Usos and Sokoa and all that was going on. Uh, Kevin Owens came out as well. It was a bit of a brawl at the beginning, then Sokoa took on Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali's attitude is changing. He also attacked Dolph Ziggler backstage before the six-pack challenge as well. So I think we're starting to see a shift in Mustafa Ali. I saw it a few weeks ago, but now he's dressing differently in terms of black and gold. So I feel like we are starting to see the start of a heel Mustafa Ali. You haven't paid attention to me, so now he's going to like lay people out and you will pay attention to me, basically, is what I'm getting at. Uh, so I'm actually interested to see what Mustafa Ali does because beforehand, don't get me wrong, some great matches, some great matches, but there was no... Nobody seemed to care whether he won or lost, really, I guess. Um, so maybe from next week, we might see Mustafa Ali start winning some matches and being a bit more aggressive. So I'm interested to see that, to be honest with you. Um, some great stuff coming from this week. You know, overall, like I said, Raw was good this week. 
every time I talk about Raw, though, the show is just too damn long. Um, but the matches that were put on were really good. Um, not all of them were like five star or anything like that. And I don't think any of them were. But the closest I think you'll probably get is um, I'm enjoying the Judgment Day and the Usos and stuff, like I said. But I think Sokoa in uh, Mustafa Ali, for me, was one of the matches of the night. Um, and then seeing a bit more of um, uh, Bronson Reed. Uh, that was a hard-hitting match. And I felt sorry for Akira Tozawa, <laughs> to be honest with you, as I was watching it. Um, but yeah, cool. As for all, we'll, we'll talk some SmackDown on uh, on Sunday. We'll try and I'll try and dive into the whole uh, Vincent Mann stuff as well for the Sunday show. Let me know at in the corner WWE anything from Raw, whether it's WWE um, Raw WWE news, whatever. Let me know. Obviously, Raw Rumble. It is as I sit here now with you. It's ten days away. I'm so excited for the Rumble. I love the Raw Rumble match. It was the first I, anybody who's listened to me before. Two thousand was my first real experience of watching. I'd seen a bit of wrestling before, but was my first real look at wrestling properly in terms of Royal Rumble in 2000. I've spoken about it before. Um, at the moment, apart, well, so we have now, it's not on the list here actually, but we do have uh, Bianca and Alexa doing the Raw Women's Championship now at Rumble. We obviously have the Men's and Women's Royal Rumble, uh, but the only other match, matches apart from those three are Bray Wyatt is taking on LA Knight. Um, my little, my only... It's called a pitch black match. That's fine. I don't know what it is. It's going to be interesting. Is it going to be a cinematic type thing? I have no idea. Or is it going to be an arena? We'll find out. We've never seen one before. But they've started sponsoring it, and that's fine. But I don't like the fact that it's now called the Mountain Dew pitch black match. All right. It's sponsored by Mountain Dew. Fine. Okay. Put it on Put it on the graphic. But don't call it the Mountain Dew pitch black match. What the fuck is that? They're going to throw bottles of Mountain Dew at each other? Probably. Now, actually, I've said that. They probably fucking will. I... I get they need sponsors and they have sponsors. I get it, but don't call it the Mountain Dew pitch black match. You know, it's like calling it the Toblerone Hell in the Sound match or something, or the, the Penguin bloody last man's... I don't know. It just annoys me. Why is it called now? What, so is it going to be called that in the video game? Mountain Dew pitch black match? Is that what it's going to be called? I doubt it. It's going to be called the pitch black match. Pitch? I'm getting angry. Pitch black match. So, yeah, I don't... I, I mean, that's my only gripe with that. I'm interested to see what um, LA Knight does with um with uh bray white it's gonna be awesome let me talk to you uh, yeah let me talk to you um so yeah gonna be awesome interesting to see bray white in the ring i know he has been doing house shows and i understand he broke one of his fingers or really hurt one of his fingers um so obviously i wait for that to heal but he has been doing a few house shows here and there in the ring so by the time we see him at rumble hopefully his fingers healed and He'll be up to par again. And obviously, the other match that we do know about at the moment, undisputed WWE Universal Champion uh, Roman Reigns will take on Kevin Owens uh, for those uh, for the undisputed title. So those two titles are being defended uh, together still. Um, whether we have that through WrestleMania and after WrestleMania, maybe it, uh, one comes off, I don't know. Interesting to see. Uh, Cody Rhodes announced that he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. That's actually been confirmed. That makes me think... Because we were all expecting Cody, let's face it. Don't pretend you don't think that. We're all thinking that Cody's going to return and win. That could still happen. The fact they've announced it, obviously that helps sell the pay-per-view, the premium event, whatever. Um, Does that mean, now we know Cody is 100% going to be at the Rumble, in the Rumble, does that mean there's a bigger surprise coming within the Royal Rumble match? Is there somebody we haven't thought of? Some people are saying Rock. 
Um, what could be interesting? Maybe, maybe we end up with a triple threat match at WrestleMania, and we do the old classic where the first four is for the WWE Championship, and the second four is for the Universal Championship. Now, Cody Rose has made it very clear that he wants the WWE Championship. That's the bout that he wants to disput. I can't talk bestow <laughs> upon his father. That could be a way of doing it, having a triple threat where one fall is for one and one fall. It's not unprecedented. It has happened before. It happened with the European title and the Intercontinental Championship, I, I think, in 2000. So it's not unprecedented. It, it is possible. The acknowledgement ceremony at Raw next week is going to be very telling of think of where this may go. Very interesting. But again, we are 10 days away from the Rumble. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for it. Honestly, it's on Saturday again as well. Uh, if anybody knows anywhere that's doing like a big screen somewhere where we can all meet up and have a chat about it, I'd freaking love that. A few beers and watch some Raw Rumble. Love the Raw Rumble. Um, and that's about it for this week's show, to be honest with you. Um, hello, everybody. My messages are going off. <laughs> so um, let me know what you think of Raw. Let me know what, you th- what you're expecting from Raw Rumble. We will talk more about this next Wednesday, hopefully with some guests. And it's going to be all. Thank you for supporting the SJP World Media Network. Uh, thank you for supporting this show. Uh, thank you to Sai for letting me do this show. Hopefully you're enjoying it. And hopefully you don't mind me being by myself every now and again. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about very quickly. And I know we talked about it a little bit, but I'm excited about it. And Money in the Bank is going to be in London this year. Um, the irony of this is I really want to go. Um, hopefully I can get tickets and stuff. Um, but the irony is that In the Corner started, our very first show was Money in the Bank, and me and NJB reviewed the first, uh, that was our first show that we reviewed to get this podcast rolling. So Money in the Bank marks a year for this show. I mean, how cool would it be to actually be at uh, in London at Money in the Bank? Uh, maybe we could record some stuff while we're down there. I don't know. Or while we're trying to go live on like Twitter spaces or something. I have no idea. So many ideas in my head. It just depends whether I can get tickets or not. Um, but uh, I understand the tickets are going to be on sale, I think, July 1st, ladies and gents. On, um, and I think you can get them on like places like Ticketmaster and stuff like that. I'm not going to push every single company because I'm not getting paid enough for that or at all, for that matter. But yeah, the fact that Money in the Bank is going to be in London, it also marks a year of this show as well. It's going to be so exciting for me. Um, and I'm hoping the show grows and I'm hoping you're enjoying it. Any ideas you have, let me know in the corner, WWE. Um, and that's pretty much it for me, to be honest. Um, we were back Sunday with some SmackDown stuff, some news uh, on possibly Vincent Mann and whatever else will be going on in the crazy world of WWE. Have yourself a good week, and I'll see you on Sunday. Thanks very much for listening. Let me talk to you. Cheers! Cheers, please!